0: This episode is brought to you by the Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens. I've been selling on Etsy since 2012, and I got so many requests from friends and people that I knew in real life that said, hey, can you help me set up my Etsy shop? What are the tricks I need to know? Do you have tips? Like, help make it easier for me. So many years ago, I decided to make an online course, and I named it the Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens because teen entrepreneurship is a huge passion of mine. I believe teens need to be encouraged into entrepreneurship and you might have a teen that creates handmade products or resells vintage items or maybe even they're into graphic design and they want to design digital resources and products. All of these things can be sold on Etsy. Now, yeah, you could figure it out by yourself, but I will make the process so much more thorough and quicker and give your teen actual assignments and tasks so that they can set up a successful Etsy shop. Plus, you can be confident with counting it for credit on the homeschool transcript. So you can find everything you need to know about grabbing uh, access into the Selling on Etsy Masterclass for Teens, if you go to the show notes for this episode, which is 41more.com forward slash 155, and there you will see a coupon code. If you use the code H W M 20, you can save 20% off the course. So go ahead, join the hundreds of other high school students who have jumped into that class and been able to open successful Etsy shops. It is so exciting when you can sell your products to happy customers. And so you'll love the selling on Etsy masterclass for teens. Definitely check it out and use the coupon code H W M 20 for 20% off. Welcome to episode 155. We're kind of doing a where are they now episode with one of our graduates from the selling on Etsy masterclass. Several years ago, uh, Anna from Colorado took our course and was able to set up a successful Etsy shop. She now has hundreds and hundreds of sales just over the last few years. And that doesn't even I don't think count all the sales she also makes at craft fairs. So she really has the heart of a teen entrepreneur. She's only a friend Freshman in high school, but she is doing so many interesting and amazing things to grow her brand and grow her business. So, this is a great episode for you to share with your teenagers, your high schoolers who also have a passion to grow a business and a brand. It might give them some ideas and they might be able to connect with Anna. We'll include links to some of the things she's doing in the show notes. So, here's our kind of like where are they now, what she's doing, how has the selling on Etsy Masterclass, like how did that help her get started? But then she has so much motivation and passion about doing her own business that she's really just done some amazing things. I think you'll be really interested to hear this chat with her. And like I said, this is a great episode to share with your teenager. So here we go. Here's my recent chat with Anna from Anna Made Design Co. on Etsy. All right, Anna, it's been a little while since we chatted, but let's um, tell, just kind of introduce yourself again. People may not remember you, but you were on episode 64, so tell us what state you live in, what, what grade you are in high school, and that kind of thing.
1: Sure, yeah. I'm so excited to be back. Right now, I am a freshman in high school. I live in Colorado, and I've been running my Etsy shop
0: now for about three years. And we were just chatting before we hit record and said, You started your Etsy shop when you had just turned what, 12? You said? Yeah. Yeah. So that is amazing. <laughs> that's very young, but that's awesome. You you really must be pretty motivated and driven kind of person, I can tell. But take us back to the very beginnings of that when you were twelve and you started Anime Design Co. and tell us um, you took the Selling on Etsy Masterclass. Tell us how that all started. What you sell and how you know just how it was at the beginning there.
1: So what I think happened was I was looking for craft fairs. I didn't find any to sell at. So I ended up opening an Etsy shop. I think that was in November. And then I took the selling on Etsy masterclass in the summer. And I was just looking for something that could help me kind of figure out Etsy, get to know it better. I had done a little bit of research, but nothing more than like what was listed in the Etsy handbook. So what I really wanted to do was just like create more of a brand and just kind of get more into it. So I took the masterclass. I know I messaged you with questions and then I added more products, just kind of made my Etsy shop more full. I think you recommended doing sets of cards, which I have done. And right now I don't have any up because they sell out, but, um, that was super helpful for getting started. And then in the, I think, two years, one year since we last recorded, I've done more craft fairs. I've entered a couple of business competitions, and that's been really fun. Colorado has a lot of fun opportunities for that and just really kept going with my Etsy shop. Right now, I kind of put it on autopilot because I'm working on other things for other teen entrepreneurs. I'm working on an event um, just putting, bringing together a bunch of teen business owners to talk about their experience. But what's really cool is that my Etsy shop, I list my cards and it can kind of run itself, even if I'm not doing all of that active marketing.
0: So, so would you say you sell more on Etsy or more at craft fairs these days?
1: I think that when I go to craft fairs I sell like in a big volume, but on Etsy it's pretty consistent sales um one or two a month if I'm not marketing and then if I am doing marketing or posting on social media or doing other things or adding new products like anything that the Etsy algorithm likes, then I'm getting more sales in that time.
0: Yeah, Etsy's kind of funny that way. They know when you put the time in and they reward you. And when you kind of, I know, it's, it's a little, it's a little frustrating, but I mean, it makes sense too. So, um, so how many craft fairs are you doing a year at this point?
1: It's about two. Um, some of them are children's business fairs, or, um, there's a program called youth biz that I like to go to their craft fairs, but I also would love to get into like other farmers market kind of places that aren't just teen entrepreneurs.
0: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay, so you have made a lot of changes since we last spoke and you were kind of telling me via, you know, email before we chatted about like some of the and I was like, "Wow, you really are um kind of getting your name out there which was kind of amazing to hear. I don't know where I'm going to start. I'm actually really interested in talking about like you've had national exposure for your business. So tell us about some of these um, ways that you've been, you were quoted in a Today Show article, you're working on a TEDx talk. I mean, that's, that's actually, when I read that, I was like, what? So kind of tell us about that. Yeah, so
1: I feel like the biggest one that I'm working on right now is the TEDx talk. And that was an opportunity that I found through business competitions that I entered. Um, one of the people who had won in, I think it was like 2016, emailed everyone and he was like, Hey, I'm putting together this event and I'd love for you to all do it for all of you to apply. So I actually had COVID when I got that email. So I was off of school, I had a lot of time on my hands. So I devoted like an afternoon. Um it was pretty it was a pretty long application process, just like thinking of the idea and then you had to make a video about it. But that was just something that I definitely wasn't expecting to get it. But I was like, what's there to lose? You know, if you apply and you don't get it, it's fine. And if you do, like that's super cool. Um Another thing that was really fun was Denver startup week. So I think that was in the fall I got to go on a panel with four other teen business owners and talk about, Kind of how social media has shaped the way that I market my business. I have Instagram and Pinterest right now, and um, we just talked about how handmade business owners can use social media to market their products for that.
0: So so you have been accepted for the TEDx talk? Yes. Okay. And when and so that's in Denver. Is that right?
1: Yes, it's near Denver. I think it's in a town called Thornton. Okay. Or
0: Brickfield, but around Denver, yeah. And and that's in April, you said? Or when is that? Yeah, that's at the end of April. Okay. That's amazing. So so I like also what you said. You were like, well, what's the worst that could happen? They could just say, N- no, we don't want you, right? So I feel like for teens that are listening to this and they're kind of scared about, you know, doing something business related or entrepreneurship related, like what's the worst that can happen? You you don't get accepted or, you know, your business flops, but then you learn and then you just keep moving on. Right. So that's a great that's a great mindset to have. So tell us um, how how did you get quoted in a Today Show article? How did that come about?
1: So I. Let me think. I have to go back. I think that was maybe also in the fall. So Sarah Hernholm was the writer of that. She is a contributor to today's show, and she just put out. I was following her and her podcast and her business, and she put out something asking, like, "Okay, tell us um, how do you balance school and your business?" And I'll pick some of my favorites to um, quote in this article that I'm writing now. And, and I tried like okay, I think I talked about setting your priorities. And that was something that I had been really been learning. So I messaged her, told her that, and she ended up publishing it. So that was another thing where just putting myself out there, um, following people on Instagram. I feel like that's something that social media is really good for. You can follow other teen entrepreneurs and see what they're doing. You can hear about other um, business competitions. I know the startup squad talks a lot about different things that are going on. So that's an account I'd recommend to go check out, even if you don't have Instagram, but just seeing what they're posting and staying updated with all of that. Um, so that was how that happened. And it was just kind of meeting Sarah Um kind of building a relationship with her and then ending up um, being quoted in the article.
0: Neat. So is there anything else you can tell us about how you use Instagram for business? I'm sure there's some like pros and cons. Maybe you can kind of walk us through a little bit of that. If some teens are listening and they're like, well, do I need Instagram if I'm, if I'm want to do business? I mean, tell us about your experience there.
1: I would say you definitely don't need it. I didn't have it until I was 14. So I started when I was 12. I had two years of really just um, focusing on Pinterest and then focusing on Etsy, SEO, craft fairs. Um, I think those were kind of my main marketing channels. But when I started Instagram, I just wanted to kind of meet other people. So I think the big thing that I use Instagram for is building those relationships um, on my Animate account, my main shop account. I only post like once a week and I take all my photos. That's something that I really enjoy. And then I um, write the captions and then just once a week, I like drip them out. Um, but I don't do a lot there. I think what's really fun on Instagram is um, taking all the different product photos. That's something I really enjoy. And I used to do a lot of reels. Um, that is the Instagram video short form video content that really does well. But Right now, my goal isn't to grow on Instagram. So I just decided, you know what, I'm going to focus on other things. And I feel like that can definitely be something when you first start out, social media can be such a time suck that instead of making products, you're spending all of your time marketing, maybe it's not actually doing anything. So I like to check my Etsy stats and you can actually go in and see how many visits you get from each platform. So maybe I'm spending like half an hour on pinterest every week and getting so many more visits than the daily time i spend posting on instagram so that's something i had to check and see like is this actually worth it or is it more just something i'm doing for fun or to build relationships
0: yeah so there's value there too and like you said building relationships that's how you get quoted like you're following someone you comment they you know so there is value there for that as well cool so people are gonna want to know you're in high school you obviously, you have school to deal with. You're an in-person school. Like, How do you balance all of that while also running a business? So what, what have you learned in the last few years about that?
1: So I will send you the article for the Today Show blog that we can put in the show notes, because that talks from a lot of different teen entrepreneurs' perspectives. But for me, it's really just setting my priorities. I love having paper to-do lists. I have a notepad that I have from a small business that I love to just write down and then choosing three things per day. So like today I have school off. So I know I want to do this interview. Then I wanted to work on Soaring Together, which is an online event I'm hosting for teen entrepreneurs. I wanted to watch the presentations and write the notes. And then I wanted to practice for my TEDx talk because that's been something that I need to really start working on. So I feel like setting three intentions, three priorities for the day is really helpful. And then another thing I started in 2022, I can't remember who I saw this from, but just every week looking at how am I feeling about my business? What have I done this week? Celebrating my accomplishments and then setting goals for the next week.
0: That's great advice even for adults. So that's awesome. Now tell us about your marketing because you were talking about how you have, you said something about finding your brand story has helped with your marketing. So tell us what you mean by that and, um, you know, how that's gone. So when I was first
1: entering business competitions and I haven't done a lot, I probably entered the same one like two years in a row. And then there was another one that I entered but for all of those types of things, they always ask you about what's your story? Why did you start? Even like my Etsy about section, um, you talk about why did you start your business and what? How, how are you different from everyone else? So I did a lot of reflecting on like, why really did I start my business? In the, the beginning, it was just because I was bored and I wanted something to do. But then also from my customer's perspective, it's an amazing way to connect with people through greeting cards. Um, Why handmade? Because it's so much more effort and time that goes into it. And then kind of turning the features of my products into benefits. So why do I have free shipping so that you can free fast shipping so that you can get your birthday card and you don't need to wait weeks for it to be like um, made to order. So that was something that was super helpful. And even for Instagram, I love telling stories. I love writing. So that was another creative outlet that instead of just writing like, Hey, buy my product, new collection drops this Saturday, telling the story and the inspiration behind the cards that I was making.
0: So I'm sure you've seen yourself grow personally through the, the last several years, just because this is a whole nother aspect, right? Of like life skills and per, you know, just personally growing. Um, what are some of the benefits you've seen in your own life from being a teen business owner?
1: I feel like one of the bigger ones is writing. So I write emails to people. I write emails to, um, my customers who have signed up for my email list, um, writing for business competitions, all these other things. And that is something that I really enjoy. Another skill is product photography. So in the beginning and looking back, I was like, ooh, um, those white product photos were shadowy and like um, blurry and whatever. And now I've learned how to take them better. Not perfect, I'm always learning, but definitely seen growth there. And then personally, I think um, caring less what people think of me, because it's definitely not something that a lot of people are doing, starting a business as a teenager, um, being able to be more brave and put myself out there for things, even if I know I might fail. So kind of uh, overcoming that fear of rejection, but there's still a lot of things that it, it's hard and it doesn't solve all your problems, but it's, it's such a fun learning experience. And I really enjoyed it.
0: That's awesome. So what does the future look like for anime design company? Like what are you hoping to do in the next few years while you're in high school?
1: I have not thought about that a lot, actually. Um, I think I would like to be in some local shops. Um, my problem there is like, I don't know if I would, um, cut my prices in half for wholesale because they're all handmade. So kind of figuring out what that would look like. um, I'd love to do more craft fairs, finding more, um, not just for teens, but also that have adult business owners, Um, probably making more products on Etsy and just learning more about business. And because that's really the fun part for me. I love making the cards, but I also love learning the business skills and writing and product photography and all of that
0: so what are you doing then with soaringtogether.org that's your teen business education side you said you had some stuff to work on that today like what are you doing like what how's that going so
1: when i broke up my year i knew that for quarter one i wanted to focus on soaring together and that is because at the end of march i'm hosting an event where i'm bringing together a lot of teen business owners interviewing them about things like product photography um, their tips for owning a business, launching and collections, Etsy, all of that. So what I'm doing today, I'm watching those presentations, writing the notes for those. But the inspiration for that really started when I couldn't find a community in my state other than those business competitions. Like I'd ask them, do you want to hang out on Zoom? And we would try, but we didn't quite... Um, we weren't able to do that consistently. So I decided to um, bring together a lot of teen business owners who I admired. And maybe I couldn't get on their podcasts, but I could have them come on my event. So that's a tip there. Like if you don't feel like you're big enough or important enough, like in air quotes, to have these big opportunities, create those opportunities for yourself. And um, some skills that I really loved there was organizing. So I loved putting together all of the... um, the presentations, the emails, writing the registration page, um, and I did that last year. You were a part of that, and that was super fun. So just doing it again this year, seeing how I can make it even better, and yeah, just bringing teen entrepreneurs together.
0: Cool. So as we wrap up, if there are teenagers that are listening to you right now, like what would be your last piece of encouragement or advice as they're whether or not they have a business or whether they want one, like what would you tell them?
1: I think that my biggest piece of advice would just be to try something new and take a step out of your comfort zone. That's definitely helped me in business, but even in your personal life, maybe it's talking to someone new or trying a new skill or trying out for a new sport. Um, I think there's so much fun that you can have that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't try something new and put yourself out there.
0: That's great advice, even for the adults listening. So that's awesome. Thanks, Anna, for reaching out and kind of giving us an update on what you've been up to. It was fun catching up. Thank you so much for having me on. This was super fun. I hope you were inspired with this little chat I had with Anna. Make sure you check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 155 because I will link there to all the resources and links and articles and everything we mentioned in today's interview. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.